0: From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, April 12th. A small group of people are wading back and forth across a stretch of Pack Creek near the LaSalle Mountains. They're about a quarter mile downstream from the Pack Creek Day Use area, where a fire started last June. It burned through this channel and back up the mountain covering about 9,000 acres in a few weeks. All right, we're gonna now, crews are hoisting what looks like a giant metal volleyball net across the creek. Looking good. That's Daniel Lay, a hydrologist with the Mante LaSalle National Forest. Installing steel netting across Pack Creek in two very specific locations, that's all his idea.
1: I learned about these nets from research done in California. In California, they've set up a lot of these in the fires around Los Angeles and it proved to be really effective in catching sediment and aggregating the the channels back up to where they should be.
0: He explains the nets are set up to capture sediment during big rain events. Each one has open squares about 12 inches in diameter. That means water can still flow through them while they capture sediment.
1: And so these still nets are to capture larger sediment at first And then that larger sediment captures finer and finer and finer over time and it becomes more stable itself and it doesn't really rely on that net it's essentially analogous to a beaver dam
0: lay explains that when fire tears through a channel like this one it burns vegetation that means there's no more ground cover to slow the flow of water during a monsoon combine this with hydrophobic soil which happens after fire And you have some problem areas.
1: So this last summer, we had some pretty serious debris flows up to um, 1,500 CFS. And what happened is that it scoured these channels and created these deep vertical incisions up to anywhere from 10 to 15 feet in some spots. And what that does over time is that it drops the gradient of the stream.
0: And that can put infrastructure like the nearby road, at risk. So, the nets.
1: If you do a bunch of these nets across the entire channel, um, you can essentially restore the the entire channel system to the previous stages. Um, So that's our goal over time. Right now, it's just a test piece with a couple nets because that's all the funding we had.
0: The funding came from a local t-shirt campaign created by Moab locals. The shirts were designed by a local artist with an image of the LaSalle Mountains. Over 500 were sold, raising $6,000, almost exactly the cost of this two-steel net experiment.
1: Yeah, we moved the funding that came from public donation as a result of the fundraiser last summer through our organization to get it to the Forest Service.
0: Jeremy Lynch is with the Southern Utah Wilderness Alliance's Stewardship Program. The program teams up with public land agencies across the state to do conservation work. Lynch explains that SUA purchased the materials as directed by the Forest Service and wrestled up the volunteers here today. And
1: so we've been working with this office for a long time, and this was a great opportunity to do something locally. A lot of our projects end up being down in the Bears Ears region. We've done actually quite a bit of work up in the LaSalle, but this was an opportunity to work kind of within the community and pull people from the community to come out which is something we love to do you're gonna
0: want like over here in this uh-huh. drainage here like this is a willow one of the volunteers is Kara Dorenwind, who's often working right. at the intersection of revegetation water and so, fire as she takes a break she's getting ideas about potential revege projects so you could just take a bunch of these uh-huh. bundle them and make what's called a waddle Doran Wind has decades of experience with the local creek system. She says there were problems in this channel before the Pack Creek fire. So the fire kind of acted like a giant reset button. It was like before, you come up here and you're like, wow, that creek's kind of screwed. <laughs> that creek's kind of in trouble, you know. But how do you get to it? Because almost all this vegetation is, is oaks, willows, um, cottonwoods native vegetation trying to remove that why why would you do that but now that you've got the biomass on it's a great opportunity to actually be like how do we reconnect the creek to the flood can we maybe we can't maybe we can maybe we can in parts so you know it's it's a fascinating and like just the idea to think creatively the forest service will set up cameras to monitor their experimental net project Lay, the hydrologist, will do scientific monitoring throughout the year to see if it's working to raise elevation in the channel. He says he loves this type of work.
1: Hydrology is fascinating; that it just it, can, it has so much power to it, and it's it's fascinating watching how the geomorphology can change within a matter of days with these monsoonal precipitation events. Um, that's what I love most about hydrology is just seeing such quick, dramatic changes.
0: Now that the nets are installed, Lay will wait. Time is the secret ingredient for this project. He says if the nets are successful, the Forest Service will go after more funding to restore sediment this way in other areas of the watershed. Speaking of fire, the U.S. Forest Service will spend more than $131 million to help reduce the risk of wildfire across the West. Alex Hager with our partners at KUNC has more
1: the new money comes from the bipartisan infrastructure law officials introduced the mitigation plan in the middle of an area burned by the cal wood fire in october 2020 charred trees provided a stark backdrop as congressman joe Nagoose from colorado talked about the need for proactive measures to keep fires at bay
0: it is clear
1: Uh, that fire seasons no longer exist here in Colorado. We have fire years and the drought underscores that fact. And it is all the more reason and motivation for us to take wildfire mitigation and resiliency seriously. Climate change is driving up heat and drought, making wildfires more severe and more frequent, especially in areas near homes. I'm Alex Hager.
0: As water levels at Lake Powell continue to fall, it's not just side canyons that are being exposed. A new report looks at the history of the sediment that has been left behind. With our partners at KUER, Lexi Peary has more. Researchers are learning more about the sand and mud deposited in Lake Powell just a few decades ago when it reached its peak. But they're used to studying sedimentary formations that are much older. Carrie Johnson is with the University of Utah. She says the sediment is so recent, they know exactly what the water levels were. If we're going back and looking in deep time, you know, millions of year old rocks, we're kind of guessing at what the formative conditions were. But here, we know what the formative conditions were down to monthly scales or better. Understanding how sediment has moved into the landscape will help with future management of the area. Scott Hienick is with the United States Geological Survey. This is kind of one of the keys to managing this sediment in the Colorado River system now, because if we have permanently lower lake levels, all of this sediment is going to be moving out of the system and into new places. Johnson adds it's humbling to study how people have shaped the landscape in and around Lake Powell. Lexi Peary, KUER News. This report comes from our partners at KUER. And that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, April 12th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.